I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Listen, I like to play competitive as much as the next person, but I'm also really looking forward to playing dress up with Evie. Tonight, I'm going to have a new and now, coming to you live from atop the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's the one, the only, Pucko Podcast! It's Pucko! Pucko! It's Pucko! Pucko! Pokemon Underground Champions League, oh yeah. Let's go! Grab your friends, it's that time Come again. again. Listen to the show with the phone and the bands. It's Pucko. Pucko! Oh yeah. Pucko! Your host, Trigger Dash, and your co-host, and welcome to the 364th episode of the puckle podcast i am your host trainer thatch here today with the subpar scrawn hey <laughs> and also the subtle sublime manic oh hey hello there i didn't see you and welcome to the Puckle Podcast. Puckle, of course, standing for the Pokemon Underground Champions League, a nonsensical name I came up with in 2007 to describe our awesome community. We are a Pokemon podcast that talks everything from the video game to the trading card game to Pokemon XD, Gale of Darkness for the GameCube. Man, I hope they remake that. That'd be Good great. Game. Oh, oh, yeah. I'd be so down. Like, that just seems like the next evolution in Virtual Console is... We well virtual console because it doesn't exist anymore. But we're gonna be getting. It would be really cool to one see GameCube games, but I feel like that would be the GameCube game just to bring people to, right? I, I feel yeah. everybody would be like Coliseum and XD. I want that in my mouth. I want that. <laughs> well, we have to have something good for the GameCube. Exactly. But welcome to the show if you're new. Welcome back if you're old. We're happy to have you here. Of course, we are more than a podcast. We are also a Pokemon community, and you can check us out on that cool Discord thing. So I guess I guess that's it for my opening spiel. So how you guys been doing lately? We've been good. Uh, so, well, like, what are we doing in Pokemon? I mean, in general, just tell me. You could tell me life, too. Oh, I- I'm pretty all right. I'm pretty all right. Uh, kind of segueing into the whole Pokemon thing. Uh, I was super happy yesterday because of the whole, you know, uh, shiny Cyndaquil community day. But not because of the Cyndaquils, because, you know, Totodile's better. But uh, finally got a Giratina. And I live in an area with no people, really. Well, like a really, really shallow Pokemon Go community. So on community day, in order to get the Giratina, I was like, okay, I'm doing this. And I literally was driving around the city in my car yelling at people, we're gonna do this Giratina raid in 20 minutes. 
Go over there. <laughs> that is the most scrawn thing I've ever heard. <laughs> I think that's wonderful. That's the only thing. I, that's my reaction. That is the. That is a very scrawn thing to have done. I needed to catch the devil, yo. Uh, yeah. That's Satanic six six six. <laughs> Speaking of that, this is completely off topic. I was at Target yesterday shopping for some fun party games and stuff like that, and the bigger blacker box for cards against humanity was on sale for six dollars and 66 cents love i'm just like good job cards against humanity you know what you're doing thank you <laughs> that's pretty good well, what about uh, you sublime expansion um that puckle expansion that, that puckle expansion need to be it, you know printed it exists it does you shall not repeat those the things that appear in the puckle yeah. expansion yeah. on the podcast uh that would summon a dimension to giratina if you did and i love my girl tina but i don't need her up in my life like that i, I have not caught a giratina in pokemon go yet but i did community yesterday and i don't care about cyndaquil either but i did care about the fact that gamestop was giving out Pikachu and Eevee hats and balloons for Pokemon Let's Go, Pikachu and Eevee. That was the highlight of Community Day for me. As for me personally, ooh, you know, it's always darkest before the dawn. I'm almost done with my last semester of grad school. Um, That's good. Yes, thank you. But uh, (laughs) I am kind of gearing up to get back into the VGC after I'm done with grad school because I'll have a lot more time to do things that I want to do. Oh, we should talk about that. Yes, I'm actually working on making a team for the November International Challenge. Because who doesn't want a shiny family? Yeah, that's next week. That's going to be fun. Yeah. The only thing is, by the time you're done with grad school, we're going to be in the moon series. Yes, that is true. So I'm trying to read things that will be like, this will be useful in the next series as well. Yeah, definitely. So as for me, I've been working on a couple different side projects. We've been getting those YouTube videos cranked out. It's been really good. I'd like to thank everybody who's been helping to edit those. Like we have a they're good, really, ed- they're really enjoyable to watch. Yeah, thanks to everyone. We have a lot of good people editing them, and I'm really happy about that. So thanks to those guys because they're putting in a lot of yeah. work for that. I I love whenever they put the you know the memes on the yeah. you know sort of caption. Oh, yeah. it's either the sunglasses or like the do you know the way face of <laughs> uh, Darmanitan that was priceless I'd really like to push that because I think they'd love they would just love to see that succeed so definitely check out the Puckle YouTube if you haven't already that's youtube.com slash Puckle podcast and of course you can find that in the link in the description I'm trying to give a quick shout out to anyone who has been trying to get to the discord but can't figure out how yes <laughs> uh little just go to the okay so p-u-c-l-p-o-d-c-a-s-t.com and then click on chat and then there's a link right there to yep. the discord and it will instruct you on everything and then you, we will greet you and we are a super fun community we have a super active discord and you can literally talk and harass thatch like everyone else in this community does 24 <laughs> 7 uh, it's worth it if you're just like man thatch why'd you say that one thing that was obviously wrong on the show and you and you really want to get that off your chest that's the place to do it <laughs> Because that's very that's very typical of what happens, and I'm okay with it because it, it opens up discussion and it actually opens up viewpoints and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and that's the kind of stuff that's the kind of discussion I like to have. I know sometimes I'm very controversial because I have a very particular way that I like to think about these things, but we'll see how it goes on from there. So, mm. <laughs> other than that, though, I mean, we've been working on that. I've been working on a couple other con- pieces of content, and I've just been doing an Ultra Moon playthrough for funsies, uh, getting ready for Let's Go this weekend. No. 
no. What's fun about going through that region again? So, like, it's not terrible, but the the only thing that really stops me from playing Gen 7, like, as a replay, like, I'll be, I'm so happy to go play something like Gen 5 again, but the reason yeah. I'm not into mm. playing Gen 7 on a repeated basis is mostly just because, uh, what's that thing called? Because of the first island. Honestly, because of the first island. Like, Tutorial Island. Well, the first island. island is the best, though, honestly. In, in Sun and Moon slash Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon, the first island, Melee Melee, is the best constructed piece of that whole game. It's great. We can agree to disagree. I think Akala is the most grindy, and I hate Akala. It gets better in Ula Ula, but Melee Melee is where it's at, yo. We can agree to disagree. I think that Melee Melee <laughs> is just very... It's, I, I think as an island in design-wise, it's probably fine, but the way that they try to get you through the whole thing is really frustrating and annoying all of us gates yeah because they're well they're trying to teach you how to play the game and like we, we've said this on the show before i hope let's go pikachu and let's go eevee's the answer to us getting rid of a lot of that but we'll see it depends on it depends on the director for gen 8 i don't know who's directing it probably omori but we'll see uh that is gonna be it for our little intro though guys we got some news to talk about so we're gonna go ahead and kick it on over to the news so let's cue that epic music <laughs> And on to the news. In the news, we have a few things, but not many, granted. So, first of all, there's a new international challenge happening. It's going to be online. You can register for it now, and that takes place on uh, November 30th to December 2nd. It's VGC Sun Series rules. So it's pretty much the current rules in the Pokemon Championship. And unless you're really, if you're not really interested in VGC, this is probably still the one to go play in. Because it, for participating, you get shiny Tapu Lele, and this is the only way to get shiny Tapu Lele. So you should definitely consider doing it. Technically. <laughs> it's the only way to get, legally get shiny Tapu Lele. Legally the only way. way to get it. In Japan. In Japan, there oh, that's the release at the one, it's at the one retailer that's yes. sort of like Blockbuster. Yep. Yeah. Technically, it does exist, but this is pretty much the only way to get it. And yes, <laughs> yes. This is true. So go get it. Uh, I don't know. Are they doing championship points for this as well? Because they used to do championship points for the international challenges, and I think they stopped. You can get CP from this. You can get CP? Yeah. Okay, good news. Uh, So BGC player base has kind of declined a certain amount that they have been giving CP. I feel like they do. uh, It always declines a bit the year that they have the legendaries allowed. Mm Mm-hmm. It always declines. It'll be right back up next. The problem is, I mean, we could we could have this discussion, and I th- I really need to do an episode on this though. I don't know how the <laughs> I don't know how the future of VGC is going to go, only because the numbers the numbers are pretty much stagnant where they were back in 2016 right now, right? Because 2016 was the mm-hmm. last time we had legendaries allowed. Though I do think there's some more invigoration, um, in just terms of people wanting to watch it. Because of the way they split up the season into three different series and three different formats. Because if not, honestly, it was going to get super stale with Ultra Necrozma. I'm super hyped, personally. Yeah, uh, I've had a lot of fun with this okay. format specifically, too. Because it's really cool to have these legendary Pokemon, yeah. but no Megas, no Z-Crystals, right? Yeah. It lets things shine that wouldn't. Yeah, no, it, it's really cool. I And I, I do appreciate that. But I do think 
that I don't know. I don't. You obviously don't have a lot of people playing it. But the problem is, if you look at the the championship points, if we want to talk about some relative news, uh, the championship requirements for Worlds was finally announced this week, and we saw that the championship points for VGC remained at four hundred to get into Worlds, but TCG got bumped up to five hundred and fifty to get you to Worlds, which I thought was really interesting to see because I mean it's been a thing that we've been seeing over the past few years. TCG is growing at a really really good rate, and VGC has been kind of stagnant. Well, you got so many people doing tcg that you just kind of have to raise the amount so that not as many as people can participate absolutely you can't fit that many people there more expensive mm-hmm. i think that overall is just interesting i think the problem is is that especially in a community like pokemon you have so many people who are just hardcore collectors literally wanting to be the very best and you find these people all the time as ironic as it may seem everyone wants to be the best but you know not everyone can so i don't know if this will actually i don't i don't know if this will actually decline the player base because there are so many like dedicated people i guess that's what i was trying to say Mm, i don't know if it'll decline the player base i just i don't know it's just a trend that we've been seeing and i think it's really interesting in that vgc isn't really growing definitely not growing at the same rate that tcg is but i know yeah i understand that the difference is one you have to go and play with other people and the other one you we can like you can go to puckle and you can go play there and you're perfectly satiated so that i also i think the formats in poke in the video game are different than what most people would say are the quote-unquote normal formats for pokemon because i mean you can choose to disagree with me but i feel like a vast majority of people are just like yeah battle should be singles honestly (laughs) Uh, yeah, that's like the purest form of Pokemon, but at the same time, it's logistically awful. <laughs> With the release of every main series game, I'll tell you right now, I'm, I always find one person who will be my rival, and we get our Pokemon to level, uh, above yeah. level 50, and then we have a in-game team battle, and it's a good time. What I used to do is I used to find one other person, like when a new game came out, we'd find, I'd find one other person. And then after every two gym, gym battles or something like that, we'd stop and then we'd fight each other and then we'd keep going. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. I did that with Sarge a couple of times, but we'll move on from there. <laughs> and uh, oh, we should talk about the hat Pikachu giveaway. Oh, there is a hat Pikachu giveaway. It's like everything but the Kanto hat and the movie hat, I think. So the two hats mm-hmm. that anybody would want are, want. are unavailable. Mm-hmm. Want. Let's put that in quotes. Uh, so no. Hoenn Cat Pikachu, Sinnoh Cat Pikachu, Unova Cat Pikachu, Kalos Cat Pikachu, Alola Cat Pikachu are all available right now until December 1st in your American, European, and Japanese 3DS games. And, and you do need a code to get those. You can yes. find them on Serebii pretty yes. easily. Uh, it's it's Let's Go Pikachu with some number uh, somewhere thrown in. Somewhere at the end, somewhere at the beginning, somewhere in the middle. And I'm just <laughs> not going to go through all of it. They're all hardy nature. And they're, yeah, they're nature lock, so... <laughs> they're all hardy nature well at least they can deal with tough circumstances like sublime being mad at their nature <laughs> i don't think they can they're not ready they're not ready they're hardy, for this. <laughs> okay so we're gonna take a minute and just uh we're gonna we're gonna sidestep serious news and we're gonna talk about the fact that an eevee tamagotchi collaboration has been uncon has is unconfirmed but has seen leaked images so if you ever felt like you wanted to be back in the 1990s, but with an Eevee, it looks like there might be an Eevee Tamagotchi. I see this going very poorly, and that's mainly because in Tamagotchi, if you don't feed your pet, it dies. So, oh, God. <laughs> or runs away. 
<laughs> that would be so oh, terrible. There would be so many dead EVs just everywhere. No. There was a leaked image, a leaked J- Japanese image showing a crossover between EV and Tamagotchi uh, with special EV Tamagotchis potentially being released. And we'll we'll see how that goes. I I don't think are they even a thing in the U.S. anymore. I don't even know if you can buy one. Probably not. But the '90s were great, so yeah, that alone makes it a success. I can definitely see it being something like my wife would buy because she might be into and that. Evie is from the '90s. It's yeah, all the '90s. Bring yeah, it's just like thing. full of '90s. Sounds great. Yeah. So I think the last piece of news I really want to hit upon is this final piece of news. Uh, that recently uh, came out. We got the pretty much the last trailer before uh, Let's Go comes out for Let's Go, and they pretty much just like news barfed all over the place, and they're just like, "Here are the rest of the gym leaders. Here's the Elite Four, and because that's what they did, they just like they're just like, "Hey, here's all the stuff we forgot to get to." And but the the really interesting thing that they did reveal was that red and blue and green are all in the uh, video game. And I got really upset because I was watching uh, Game Boy Luke watch the video and he got really confused about who Green was and was like calling her Leaf from Leaf Green Girl Fire Bio. Red. Oh, and God, I'm just, no. And I'm, and I'm sitting there and like, I'm just like, man, you uncultured swine. Have you never read the manga? I was literally about to ask, who's Green? <laughs> well, feel bad, listeners. I had no idea either. My, no, feel bad. You should feel bad because that means you haven't read the best Pokemon story in all of pokemon which is the pokemon adventures manga it's pretty solid yeah it is actually really solid i think it was actually in an interview they it was uh, actually referred to as the best interpretation of what game freak it intended the world to be like the pokemon world i think that's a really interesting way to go about it we'll see though <laughs> mm. stuff we'll see I, I just know i saw in leaks that well, yeah the not, leaks the leaks really just happened spoiler. Since it's yeah. not there, but yeah. I saw that the Sevi Islands weren't in the game, and I was just like, what? Of course they're not. I feel like that's wishful thinking. Yeah, I guess it had Gen 2 stuff, so uh, I was just really hoping that there'd be a post-game. Were the Sevi Islands in Heart Gold Soul Silver? No. Then why would they be in anything after? Yeah, exactly. They weren't in Heart Gold Soul Silver. They weren't they in... They were only in Fire Red Leaf Green. Yeah, that's yes. the only thing... And they're not even fun to go to. I hate the Sevi Islands. Oh, they were great once you could figure out the overly complicated puzzles and get to all of the islands. <laughs> like That's how you got Raikou, Entei, and Suicune. That's not how you got them at all, I don't think. I, th- I don't think that's how you oh. get them. Yeah, you had to get to Seven Island. You had to no. catch all of the unknown, and then you could unlock a chamber that released the dog. That is not But true. there was already a dog in those yeah. games. No, I think you're wrong. I'm talking, about Fire Red Light. I'm talking about Fire Red Leaf Green. Yeah, we yeah, are too. We are too, and I think you're still wrong. Yeah, you had to catch. You had to catch. No, you did 20- not. Listen, I caught seven. a legendary dog in that game and did not you- mess with the Sevi Island. That's all yeah. I know. It's because you get the national decks. It's literally when you get the national yeah. decks. I'm, I'm being completely honest. Yeah, I think I think we've just crushed your reality, and that's fine. It's good because you shouldn't like the Sevi Islands anyway. So. Yeah, <laughs> I thought it was a cool little best. story in the Sevi Islands, but back in Gen Three. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Don't bash on my Gen Three or. <laughs> yeah, we just destroyed your life. It's fine. No, I mean, like, uh, let's talk. We we don't need to talk about how problematic it is that you'll have a Golbat try to evolve every level up and can't. 
I don't want to relive this and let's go uh, that way, but it's going uh, to. Oh, I, oh, no, 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 no. Uh. Regardless, I think that's it for the news. Uh, other than that, puckle, puckle wise, not much else going on. Just make sure you check out that YouTube. Make sure you check out all of the cool stuff we're working on right now. We'd really appreciate it. And uh, yeah, so we will uh, kick it on over, though, to Puckle's Poke Quiz, where we're going to quiz your co-host on their innate Pokemon knowledge. And welcome to Puckle's Pokey Quiz, the segment of the show where we quiz your co-host on their innate Pokemon knowledge. Of course, that means no computer screens. They have to use what's in their heads. Sublime and Scrawn will be operating as a team to answer five questions. They are competing against all of their other fellow co-hosts here at the Puckle Podcast in a race to 30 points. Uh, at 30 points, they get a $20 PokemonCenter.com credit, though Basket's trying to get it moved to T-Public now. <laughs> Oh, no. And so we'll see how that goes. Maybe we can move it to T Public if you really want to spend $20 at Public. You could do either. How about uh, that? Yeah. seems fair. That so, seems fair. That seems great. You got to order it during $14 sale. <laughs> yeah. Which is this week, actually. This week. Oh, yeah. Prom- shameless promotion right shameless there. Shameless plug right there. We're going to we're gonna be... T-Public's going on sale for 30% this week. But they're going to be competing five questions, one point per question. However, every single... Uh, as every single week, we have one question that will include a bonus point if they get both answers correct. They also have one hint they can use with a lifeline to help them with one of the questions. However, they can also... Uh, if they get all the answers correct, they can cash in that extra that hint for an extra point for a possible total of seven. If you guys are ready, I've got my questions locked and loaded. Uh, let's go for it. All right, then. Question number one. In generation one, how many Pokemon could you fit in your PC boxes? Hmm. So how many boxes there, were there? Weren't there eight, right? Times 30, so it, 240. Do we know that there were eight back in gen one? That seems reasonable because there were only 150 Pokemon, so... Uh, yeah, I'd it's say not like you needed 32 boxes. That seems fair. Yeah, let's go with that. 240 is correct. However, Yay! for the wrong reason. Uh, <laughs> you guys huh. you guys did the math wrong. Thankfully, numbers work out that way. But it's because there's 12 boxes that fit 20 Pokemon. And they only hold 20. Oh, well, that is very <laughs> serendipitous. <then. laughs> you guys guessed really well. I mean, at least you, I mean, that's reasonable because there's 151. You're just like, well, give it a little extra, right? That's good. <laughs> but good job on you guys getting that right. So that's one one for one right now. Wow. That's a good omen. With Smash Brothers coming on the horizon, Uncle Oshawott wanted to ask you this question. Which Unovan starter Pokemon doesn't appear as a Pokemon ally thrown from a Pokeball in Smash Brothers 4 for the Wii U? Well, Unovan starter. I want to say Tepig. In Wii U, there was uh, Samurai. I know that much. And Snivy has the charisma to be in every game, I feel like. I think, oh, Snivy was definitely in. Uh, yeah, so I feel like it's Tepig. Yeah, it's totally Tepig, you know, Pig Knight and more. That is correct. It is Tepig. It, Oshawott's actually in it on his own. He he does a uh, surf attack, and then Snivy does Razor Leaf Storm. Yeah, Le- Razor Leaf, yeah. So they are both in there. Got Good for you guys. <laughs> Samurai, for whatever reason. Now we're going to make this a lot harder. 
So <laughs> there's oh, just no. like there's just like an <laughs> abrupt jump in difficulty. I'm so sorry, guys. I'm in danger. The next question comes to you from the boy Gardevoir. What is the only evolutionary line that has that is that is in both the amorphous and mineral egg groups? Oh, that is fascinating. Mm. Amorphous, and- amorphous, like the shapeless things. I feel like Spiritomb could be. What's a liquid? Oh, maybe Slugma. Meltan would be. I bet Meltan will be. <laughs> hey, Slugma. Oh, uh, that's a good choice as well. Hmm. Yeah. Do you think Slugma would be, though? Because it's not really mineral until it evolves. Does an egg group hmm. ever change between evolutions? No. So my question is, would they include it if only the highest evolution meets the condition for it? That's I don't know. Hey, can we ask that much, Thatch? Could it potentially be part of an evolutionary line? So it's the entire evolutionary line that's in these egg groups. That's in these two things. But okay. it would be like all evolutionary lines are in their egg groups. Yeah. Uh, hmm. Well, minus baby Pokemon and stuff like that. Don't you feel like Meltan would so be that? I do. I don't think that we know enough about it, though. Yeah, and that's not even... That's definitely not it. Anyway. I wouldn't be asking about Meltan today. Exactly, exactly. But it is so that. I just think it's kind of funny. Um, I am going to need an answer. Uh, let's go with Slugma and Macargo. Why not? Why not? I don't care. Slugma and Macargo are unfortunately incorrect. No. The answer Was it is Yamask and Cofagrigus. Ah, Yamask. That makes sense, because ghosts are incorporeal, and then it's got yep. like, mineral masks. Mm-hmm. Thanks. All right. So the next question is your bonus point question. And this one comes from Seth Vilo. What two unevolved but also able to evolve Pokemon are tied for the highest base special attack? Scyther. What? Special sure. attack. Unevolved, but, but able yet, to evolve. It's not Scyther. No, that, that's crazy. What? Unevolved but able to evolve. Special With attack. attack. Oh, I thought you said highest base that totem. <laughs> Yeah, I thought you uh, said based that total in my mind. Uh, unevolved, but able to evolve. Um, highest and special attack. So are there... I need to clarify in this question, Thatch. Yes. Are there fully evolved Pokemon with higher stats? Yes, than this? absolutely. Okay. For sure. This okay. is a completely unevolved Pokemon that can evolve, and it has the highest special attack well, and there's two of, of them, an yeah. unevolved Pokemon that can evolve. And there's two. Hmm. Well, let's see here. Well, we need to think about Little Cup is what we need to do. Um, and the, probably the highest special attack in Little Cup. Um, what comes to mind is something like Abra. Abra definitely comes to mind. Um, it I has like, it has what, a, a 95? I know that it gets a high special attack. It sure. gets like a 19 or something. Um, mm, I'm trying to think of the actual base stat. Oh, I can't. I don't know those. Um, you do have the hint as well. We might as well because yeah, we already let's, did let's get go the for it. Let's take the hint. These are both psychic type Pokemon, and the uh, one of them is like the base form, and one of them's a mid stage evolution. Wait, hold up, hold up, hold up. The question was unevolved. How can it be a mid stage? So like it's it's like a stage one in a three stage. But how can it be a mid stage if it's unevolved? The mid stage has been evolved. Okay, okay, sublime, sublime. They're not fully evolved, that's what I mean. No, no, they're all unevolved, unevolved. Actually, they're both basics, never mind, I messed up, it's my fault. They're both oh my basics. god, you're giving us bad information, <laughs> I I misread in my head what one of them was. Now I'm very confused by your hint. That's fine, I'm not going to be a gracious god today. Uh, let's see. Sublime uh, was robbed. Sublime uh, was robbed. Let's see. Uh, mm. 
Is it? I feel like Abra's a good choice. Abra, um, Gothita. The other one's Gen fun. Five. There's a free hint. Okay, let's think of the oh. Gen Five psychics because I don't think Gothita is that Solosis. strong. I'd sooner go with Solosis than Gothita. Uh, Gothita had really great special defense. Yeah, uh, Solosis is definitely higher. That's true. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna need answers. Let's just say Solosis and Abra. Maybe we'll hit one of them. Yeah, why not? Solosis and Abra. That is correct on both accounts. Ooh. It is Abra and Solosis, and they are tied at base 105. Base special 105. Attack. All Isn't right. that nutsos? That's yeah, really solid. Fun. Yeah, I mean, that's all Abra's stats are, though. Everything else is like paper. Yes. Wow. <laughs> well, speed. It's speed's not bad either, actually. Yeah, it's pretty high. So the next one is, what is... So, as always, the last question, always a base stat question, even though that last one was too, but it's fine. What is the highest base HP of all ice-type Pokemon? What ice-type Pokemon has the highest ah, base HP? Uh, does anything have more than Lapras? Because Lapras is at uh, 130. Okay, Lapras is probably what I'd say as well. Let's do, qu- let's do a quick think for a minute. <laughs> mm, um, yes, let's do a Avalug quick think. up there. It's Avalugus Defense. Yep. Um, okay. You know, ice types are not renowned for being physically defensive. Uh, Glalie or def- bulky uh, in general. Glalie is 80. Regice is 80. It only has super high special defense. Uh-huh. Um, it's not Articuno. It's not Mamoswine, maybe? No. Mamoswine's highest attack is one. High stat is 130 in attack, and its HP has to be lower than that. Yeah. I'm definitely leaning towards Lapras. What what about legendaries? Like Okay, like- Regice, no. Articuno, no. Kyrum, no. Okay, let's go what? with Lapras. I'm cool with that. Lapras is correct. Base 130 HP makes Lapras the highest base HP water type or ice type, not water type. Water type has whale or <laughs> Yeah, that locks you guys into five points today though, so that's good for you. Cool stuff good news for you that changes the standings almost <laughs> actually everybody's like super close it's not that it's it's actually pretty great for for once like this is almost anybody's game and it has been for like the past six weeks in first place we have basket with 19 points good for basket followed up by whimsicott and sublime both tied for second with 18 points in fourth place we have dr shamu with 13 points in fifth place we have gator with 12 in sixth we have scrawn with 11 in seventh, we have Maximus with nine, Jushiro in eighth with eight points, Snag in ninth with seven, Viger and Bo tied for tenth with five, and R Sigma bringing up the rear with three. So that is it for this episode. Buckles Pokey Quiz. Come back next week for some more action. We're going to take a short break and be right back at you guys with the topic. Hey there, Puckalonians. It's Professor Snag. Thanks for listening to the Puckle Podcast. If you want more Puckly goodness, there are several ways you can do that. If you want to chat with hosts and other community members, join our Discord server. There's always someone there to talk about anything Pokemon. Make sure you follow and like us on all of our social media outlets like Facebook, Twitter, and Reddit. Come watch us on Twitch at the Puckle Podcast and get in on the action where Jushiro plays the TCG online and Thatch does viewer battles. If you are able, please consider supporting us on Patreon where you get exclusive gifts such as Puckle TCG cards and access to bonus content. Or just go to our Tee Public store and buy a t-shirt. All funds go right into the podcast and make the community better for you. And if you haven't done so already, make sure you subscribe to our new channel, Puckle Plus, where you can find me hosting Game Corner each month, Jushiro hosts the TCG cast, and lots of extra content including Movie Club, Battlecast, and the Puckle Live shows. 
Thanks for listening, and as always, help control the breedject population. Get your ditto spayed and neutered. And on to the topic. Our topic today is going to be expectations of Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee. So I think the best place to start here is we could just talk about what we expect to get out of the game itself, whether or not it's uh, it, whether or not we expect it to actually be fun, or if we expect it to be not fun. <laughs> <laughs> uh that's what i'm personally hoping to get out of this game is the realization that we should never make games like this again oh yeah go for it tell me about it like do you not expect it to be a fun time i i fully expect yeah. for it to be an enjoyable experience on a casual level yeah i i believe that and i think people will enjoy it uh i think that it will be a moderately successful game but i think a lot of the core players aren't even going to bother buying it because i know i'm not and i'm just gonna like kind of hope that someone gets it for me for christmas but i'm not gonna spend my own money on this game i think you're not in the minority i mean that's not what the game's about right it's not about getting yeah. us out to buy a pokemon game it's about getting other people out to buy a pokemon game that being said i think it'll be a really fun side adventure I think I think that's how I want to put it. It'll be a fun side adventure for me to enjoy while waiting for the 2019 game. Because we said this last episode, or at least I did, 2018 was going to be a gap year in Pokemon games anyway. Might yeah. as well just embrace it, right? Except the fact that we weren't going to get a game. We got a game, and mostly it's because we got a really cool Pokemon Go Plus that goes with it. And I really think that'll be a lot of fun. I, I do like the idea of just like being able to throw the Pokeball at the stream. I think, or screen, not stream. I do plan on streaming it, and I think it'll be a lot of fun just to kind of play through on a casual level. But I don't think there's... I know there's going to be people that try to make it a competitive game. And I don't think they should. I don't think it'll be that fair. Mostly because you don't really have control over IVs and breeding and stuff like that, as you do in uh, the other ma main series games. I have to say other. Or somebody's going to be like, well, Pokemon, let's go Pikachu and let's go Eevee are main series games. And then I'll it be was like, confirmed by the creators. And then I'll say something along the line and I'll be like, yeah, and the Switch was a third pillar of Nintendo's empire. The Wii U's really doing well, isn't it? <laughs> because they, they also said that. Those are the things you have to take with a grain of salt. I think let's go Pikachu and let's go Eevee are a different beast. And I think they have to call it main series because there wasn't really a thing for them to call it. Yeah. Okay. From a marketing perspective, perspective they had to call it a main series game if they wanted to sell any because if you call it a side game then you get a huge demographic of people who will not even bother to main series games they, they made two versions it's a main series game it's just a different main series i think it's just a different beast like it, it's a yeah it is it can be a different beast and a main series game yeah it's a side main series game <laughs> <laughs> That's that's honestly the best descriptor, maybe. I don't know. I would definitely say it just created like a new in-between. In-between side series and main series. It blurred the lines really badly. It's really interesting in that respect. But I think it's going to be fun to just play through. It just says like, oh, hey, here's Kanto in an updated environment. I think I, I want to look at it kind of as a preview for next year as well. Because I kind of see this as the tech demo for 2019. At least in terms of like the Pokemon sprites. Right. I guess oh, yeah. they're not sprites anymore. These are Pokemon models. I think that would at least be representative of the type of Pokemon images we're going to be seeing. Of your expectations yeah. for what it'll look like. Yeah. In 2019. Well, that's interesting because do you think they would go for a different aesthetic uh, given it's kind of a different beast? So I would I think they'll go for a different aesthetic in terms of humanoid characters. 
Because if you look at these, and especially at the official artwork that we're getting for the for the Let's Go games, everything's uh, a little bit more "quote unquote" chibi. Sure, yeah, it looks cool, it looks nice, but I definitely wouldn't say, "Oh, hey, this looks like straight up classic Pokemon." Because everything's had a consistent style in terms of artwork from Red and Blue to Sun and Moon, and this definitely strays from the path. Not because, once again, it's it's not because it isn't a main series game, but it's not your typical main series game. It's something different. It's a different. It's a different genre. Well, not genre, but a different subset altogether. And I kind of, we've kind of split the main series into two different tracks now. You have the Let's Go genre, which Scrawn doesn't think it should ever exist again. Well, I don't know that it'll be its own genre. This might be the only Let's Go game. I think there. So we could talk about that here in a second because I I so semi agree with you. We can, uh, but I think that, and then you have your main series game, and so these are two different tracks. But if we do want to talk about. Let's Go being the only Let's Go game that ever happens. I think there's two paths for that, right? And it depends on how it does in part, I think. I think the future is as of now unwritten for what would happen. Well, okay, so here, here's my generalized thoughts on Let's Go. I look at this game and I sort of make a chart where I see the positives of it and I see the negatives of it. And whenever I look at the positives, all of the positives are things that I see abundantly in the other games already. And all the negatives are things that, you know, are very substantially lacking. And I think uh, in an overall level, it's the intricacy that I am missing. And I, I do appreciate that this might, might bring people into the game. It's probably good for, you know, hooking a younger generation that is very technology oriented. Um, but also I don't like it personally because I don't see myself, you know, getting interested in it on, because I, I need stuff that, you know, challenges me. I agree with that. And I think you're probably not the mar- target audience, right? You've already admitted it's good for bringing kids and maybe people who have been away from the franchise for a while into the franchise. I think it attracts a very casual uh, fan yes. in general. I think it will attract very casual fans and very hardcore Pokemon Go players. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I think that's their market. It's young people and yeah. those. And yeah. I, th- that's all of those descriptors are none of us. Uh, <laughs> Although I think there is a certain level of nostalgia that's being te- uh, checked off. Oh, absolutely. If you have played the original Gen 1 when it came out. Okay, so my I, the only thing that makes me upset about this is that I'm just really tired of the nostalgia. They've been playing on my nostalgia for mm-hmm. okay. literally but, five years. Yeah, for sure. But guess what? They can keep make like if they can replicate that experience of nostalgia in a positive way. Good on I you. Know. They did it. Success, I know. Right. And I feel like they add just enough of new things, uh, like new ways to make it enjoyable. Because if you go back and play Pokemon Blue. You're not going to oh, get yeah. nostalgic. You're going to be like, oh, I forgot what an exercise in frustration this is. Uh, but with this, you get the like experience of it, the same nostalgia, without the like uh, intricacies that are just frustrating. I am excited to I go back to it. this will be a it. much more enjoyable, nostalgic experience that will be fun and casual. And I'm really looking forward to it. Like Eight-year-old me is so happy this happened. One of the things that really pees me off going back to Gen 3 or before is when I play the game. And the physical special split hasn't happened yet. And you cannot experience Kanto minus HeartGold and SoulSilver where the physical special split has happened. And it is just one of my biggest pet peeves because that makes a lot of Pokemon good and a lot of Pokemon bad, um, depending on the way you see it. Sure. 
that I'm most excited to see this physical special split be there because it, it follows with modern Pokemon. Mm-hmm. And this is just from like a competitive player who has to like drag stuff into their casual playthroughs because mm-hmm. they can't let it go. So like that, there's that. I'm also I, I'm really excited just like I said to see the models, but also just to see there's definitely changes the story. I fully expected red, blue, and green to be in it to some extent. And I know this doesn't mean as much to you, Scrawn, because you're, you haven't read the manga. Well, I read the one with, you know, the Poliwhirl or whatever, the Poliwrath. That's, that's uh, red. That's red. Yeah. I just never read beyond the first volume. <laughs> you should you should repass the first volume because that thing gets like, real. I know, like, a Feraligator rips an Arbok in half or something. It's and a I was Charmeleon. like, ah, this is too meta for me. <laughs> it's a really good story, and I have a hunch that these characters probably are based off the manga to some extent. I would like to see some kind of manga, manga representation yeah. outside of the manga because we haven't seen that. Even like even if in like Pokemon Origins, they would have made Red pick Bulbasaur instead of Charmander because they were going for the obvious, hey, look, Mega Evolution with Charizard advertisement there. That would have meant so much to me if he would have picked Bulbasaur. <laughs> How about Mega Evolution with Venusaur? It gets like a another flower on its head <laughs> yeah. yeah well they were that's literally the whole point was to be like mega charizard x this is the reveal in pokemon origins and Ooh. and i mean it granted it was cool pokemon origins was a really cool thing in and of itself but oh. i i just definitely don't think that uh i just don't think that we have a, ever had a proper manga representation and the manga is just some one of i think the most underappreciated parts of the pokemon franchise and probably the most underrepresented. Well, I also think it's peaked. Yeah, it peaked. It's done. It's over. Right. <laughs> now, if it's just this old thing, right? Like The good times ended when Gen 4 came around. You're absolutely right. If you guys think the manga has picked, you clearly have not uh, explored the Pokemon fan fiction world. <laughs> oh, we have. We have. <laughs> but it's completely different than the manga. Like... You go read the manga, and then ha- there's a difference between fan fiction and official merchandise. But I, let, let's get back to let's go. Uh, I I really I really am looking forward to going through those things. And I think what you said, Scron, is absolutely valid. That it's definitely meant for younger people, really hardcore Pokemon Go fans who are going to be like Meltan, get in my mouth. You're going to see really hardcore. Um, you're also going to see like the casual audience, which is fine. I think that's a perfectly valid place to go. I think for the future of the franchise, this is probably good as a as a as whole. As long as they go back, that that's what I'm saying. Like whenever you make changes like this, it's so easy to keep doing the same thing because it works. Okay, so we were we were hitting on earlier what that this might be the only let's go game and so let me let me let me explain to you my three timelines that i see here one i see a timeline where let's go does really well it performs super well and nintendo's like we got to keep making those dollar dollar bills so then we get let's go merrill and let's go snubble right (laughs) so then we get gen 2 pokemon let's go i also see that removing something like melee melee islands hand holdy tutorial island I, I think that these games give the excuse to not have that because these games are the 2019 game can be the graduation from something like Let's Go to a proper Pokemon game. And so, yes, you should know how to be able to battle. You should be able to know how to catch Pokemon and stuff like that. And we don't have to have our hands held on tight matchups and everything. I'll be quite blunt about this. I know that if this these games do well, then they'll just continue making them. So yeah. I am honestly hoping to 
mother freaking Arceus that these games flop. Why? They already announced the 2019 game is going to be a traditional Pokemon game. They're not taking yeah, away your Pokemon. Like, then every other year, we're going to end up with, you know, let's go Girafferig and let's go. I feel like it'll be every three years. I agree with Sublime. I think where we had previous gap years, that's where you'll see it. Because the 2019 game will come out, and then we'll get Gen Gen 8, we'll get a second Gen 8 game the year after that, and then we would have had our typical gap year, and then we get we get whatever comes out. The other alternative is Let's Go doesn't sell that well, and I think that's very possible. I think we see it do mediocre compared to Pokemon games, maybe better than Black and White 2 levels of sales, but not great. And so what yeah. we'll see instead is we'll see I what would be really cool because, I mean, it, we have a really hard time picking Let's Go, you know, Meryl, Let's Go Snubble, Let's Go Giraffe Rig, right? And <laughs> In your dreams. I could definitely see, see it still being Let's Go Pikachu, Let's Go Eevee, but then a DLC version gets dropped, DLC gets dropped yeah. for it for Johto. Let's Go Pika Blue. That's let's what go. it'll be. Exactly. And so... <laughs> uh, let's not forget the the original Let's Go Eevee, uh, Pokemon XD, Gale of Darkness, <laughs> where Eevee actually was a starter. A little bit, yeah. And those were amazing games that just didn't sell well. And I know the Pokemon company is capable of amazing things as long as people buy the good stuff. <laughs> and thankfully, I think this is going to do well, though. Infinity, so... Uh, I think it's going to do mediocre. I don't think it'll be the best sell in the series, but I expect it to do well. I think it's going to be pretty mediocre. I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be above Black and White too, but not as good as something like Orez. Wait, what? What do you think is going to be above Black and White too? Black and White two sale numbers. I think Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee. Will okay, be above I thought Black you were going to say like in quality because no, no, Black no. and White two are some of the best. Qu- oh, like, for sure. The- oh, if absolutely. You're not Black to White two. You need to get up on it. And you should use yeah. the same thought, like use the same device you play black and white on, because the tie-ins are top notch. Yeah. The, the problem with black and white too is they just they they are literally the least well performing game sales wise in Pokemon history. Yeah, but that's what I want. <laughs> Why won't you people buy what I want you to buy? Well, it's not. I honestly think let's go. I, or not let's go, but I think black and white too are just a product of bad timing. Yeah, I think that people want a certain amount of recurring Pokemon and having an entirely new set of Pokemon is something hard for people who are familiar with these old things and don't really want to adjust to, or, you know, learn all these new Pokemon and they just don't bother with it. I think it was a bad marketing tactic, but I think it was healthy for the series as a whole. Yes and no. Uh, but we can, that's another topic for another That's a day. whole other topic, yes. yeah. That's, that's a, a whole other topic we'll talk about with different co-hosts next week. <laughs> <laughs> it, there, there's definitely good things that came out of Gen 5, and there's definitely bad things that came out of Gen 5. I'm looking at Simmy's here. Okay, looking at Simmy's here. <laughs> I definitely see the pros to uh, Let's Go right now, and I think that the pros in my mind... Um, outweigh the cons in this scenario because I don't think these are going to be something that replace your Pokemon games. I no. I don't think that's their intention whatsoever. I think this is something they want to do on top of your Pokemon games, and that's how people should probably view these. Not because Twitter's blown up about how I want a real Pokemon game to come out. I well, I can't wait for a re like they should release a real Pokemon game on Switch, not this. And it's just like, well, this was a gap year anyway. They will move on. They, they also they also knew this kind of backlash was coming already, and they announced it at the same time as they announced Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee. Oh, they were smart about that. I'll give them that much. They knew exactly how to shut people up. 
Well, kind of, except it didn't work. Uh, because, I mean, I'll give you an example. Like this past week, we did that Twitter poll on Friday where we asked people, which one are you getting? Are you getting uh, Let's Go yeah. Pikachu, Let's Go oh, Eevee, yeah, Let's Go are both or neither? So we got a lot of like good responses of people being like, yeah, I can't wait to play with my kids, blah, blah, blah. All this like good, happy, feel good stuff. And then like there's just like the one Debbie Downer is like, I just want them to release a real Pokemon game on the Switch. Well, it's coming. <laughs> I like sent them a I sent them a reply and I'm just like I'm like yeah 2019. Were those the people who picked neither? How many people picked neither? Uh there was a good amount. There was a good there spread was like on over that. Over 25%. <laughs> like that poll was that poll had a Let me re- read that poll results to you I guys. I found it reassuring. Oh no, I don't think you're in a minority position at all. Like I think it's still going to do really well. On a wintry day. Yes. <laughs> because like you have to consider the target audience of our poll. It doesn't mm-hmm. like get all perspective so it was 29 percent of people getting let's go pikachu this is with uh, 1800 votes and then 27 percent getting let's go eevee uh 17 saying they were getting both which i think is a minority position to be fair and then 27 yes, percent yes. uh, pretty much equivalent to the number of people saying they're getting one copy saying they were not going to get one at all which i 100 percent think is going to happen and that's fine because like i said we are not the target audience Mm-hmm. And you can complain all you want that you don't think that you want this game. And you probably don't because, once again, you weren't the person they made this game for. They made it for the guy who's playing Pokemon Go with his kid. And then they can go play a game together on their couch, enjoy Pokemon, enjoy the franchise. And then guess what? Pokemon makes even more money as the largest selling franchise of all time. I, I think that's true. I think like for this series, it will be good as a whole, but I don't want it to do too good. And I find those that Twitter poll to be really reassuring because... You know, that means that we're only going to be hitting 75% of the people. Oh, yeah. I don't think that Let's Go is going to put up real Pokemon game numbers. I think yeah, it's going to put up I remake <laughs> numbers. I think it'll put up remake like, numbers. I encourage. I think it'll put good numbers. Buy... It won't break records, though. I yeah. encourage everyone to buy used copies if they can, just so you don't <laughs> end up seeing. I, I, I'm serious. Buy used copies so you don't see more games like it, but you can still enjoy the game. And I know it's the most selfish thing someone could say, but I do not want Let's Go Giraffe Rick <laughs> as funny well, as Well, good news. Be. That will never happen because no one cares about Giraffe Rick. <laughs> okay, yes. yeah, yeah. I, I mean, as a, you know, overarching statement of, you know, Pokemon Let's Go as a series. Like, I've never played it. I don't want to. I am I know it, it sounds awful, but it's just not something that a, I'll be quiet. It's now. a different product. You don't have to be mad at it. Yeah, like, I don't know. Your I don't know why you're upset because you're yeah. getting your game still. Listen, I like to play competitive as much as the next person, but I'm also really looking forward to playing Dress Up with Eevee. I thought that when Black and White came out, it was so cool. You could finally play as, you know, an age group that's not 10 years old as a 15 year old. And I was thinking maybe they'll eventually go higher so I can better relate to this character. But nope. I think that's what this is addressing. That's the problem. Like, I don't think you're looking at this as a solution to that problem. You might actually get what you want because of this. Yes, that's the thing. Because now you can have Let's Go which is that game, which is, you know, I I don't want to say it, but um, which is like the the first Pokemon, <laughs> like your gateway entry as a child into the series. And you learn how the Pokemon game works. You understand you learn the type chart, stuff like that. And then they hand you the 2019 game. And guess what? Your protagonist is 15 years old now. And the game is maybe a little bit darker, a little bit more serious, like in black and white, where we had a plot that it was actually like somewhat morally gray until like it was just like, yeah, we're but picking no a Pokemon Mona. gray. 
I think this is a solution to the problem that we have been experiencing in Gen 6 and Gen 7, where the games are getting dumbed down, getting handholdy. I think this is your answer to that problem, where we can go back to something like Gen 5. Call me a pessimist, but I think that we have the opposite stance on this. I think that introducing games like this to an audience will create an entirely new formula for what they expect in the future, and we will not see you know, games like there used to be. I, I, I think that's just the way it kind of works because you can expect you know to introduce people to a series and then sort of roll back because then there'll be a whole other group of people going like i want to go back to let's go well they're already doing that 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 you're arguing you're arguing that they can't do the thing that they're doing literally right now that you're scared of them doing that's that's literally what your argument is you're arguing that you're arguing they can't roll back into it they can't go back to an older format when they're already going back to an older more simple format well, we don't know <laughs> anything about that yet so it's so hard to make you know your arguments literally doesn't make sense because you're scared of so- them like, doing so something that they're okay, already doing everybody until like you know the media hype is over and then they can start saying well we're gonna change this and then that is not gonna happen to make a point. Da, 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 that's da. not gonna happen i don't think Call that's gonna happen pessimist. you are a pessimist and you're absolutely you are a pessimist. <laughs> <laughs> that's just not gonna happen I, and you know you, what i'm actually really excited okay. for the game i'm only I buying one version recorded i'm gonna write down that this episode number and i'm gonna hearken back to it whenever my I had just predicted right now that they're going to start using Let's Go as a new formula for games. I'm going to come back to this episode. I'm going to rub it in all of y'all faces. Okay, you know what? Let's take note of this episode, yeah. because two generations from now, when we're still getting like the same Pokemon games that we want, we're going to bring it back to you to eat. All right? Okay. And I will be happy to eat it if, we're, if we are getting that. We will be. We absolutely will be. There's no doubt. I will have my cake and eat it, too. Now you're gonna have a big old serving of Merc for us. A big old serving of Merc. No, I, I love Pokemon games as much as the next for competitive purposes. But hey, I'm not mad about getting to play dress up with Eevee every three years. Yeah, I just sounds great. Very comfortable as a you know 22 year old man dressing up a 10 year old. But okay, so my big thing is I think that this is a. I mean, we can end it here, but I don't think you should be scared. It's it's Pokemon at its finest. And everything's gonna be okay. It's we're gonna get 2019. The game's gonna be perfectly fine. Maybe even Everything better. Everything is not okay. Pokemon's never gonna be the same. We should all be scared. Don't buy the new games. Ah! You sound like a Gen Oneer. That's yeah. Oh my gosh. Let's <laughs> not like get the there. Opposite of a Gen Oneer. That's <laughs> n- no. You're not. That's literally. That's literally your fear. Is that you're fearing that Pokemon's gonna change? <laughs> I guess that's true. Except like I like new content. And I want new content. Guess what? This was new content. All right. That is going to be it for uh, the topic. And that's where we'll end it. So we are going to kick it on over to Pokemon the episode after this short break. Catch you on the flip flop. Hmm. A Pittsburgh Pilops pillow for Scrawn. A Pokemon Master shirt for Shamu. And a Puckle t-shirt for both of us. I think that should be good for the holidays. Oh, hey. I didn't hear you guys walk in. I was just doing my holiday shopping at the Puckle Tea Public Store. There are a ton of great designs there, such as the Puckle logo, the new Puckle Host t-shirt designs by Basket, Puckle products from Green Tauros to the Driftblim Daycare, and pretty much any Puckle Draft League design you could ever want. You can get these t-shirts, mugs, posters, and even throw pillows. On top of that, Tea Public is having a 30% off sale from November 12th to 18th, so make sure you can go and grab a $14 shirt, an $11 mug, or even a $19 throw pillow. 
if you're interested in doing this. The link is in the show notes below. So happy shopping. Poke of the episode. And welcome back to the Pokemon of the episode. Our Pokemon of the episode this week is National Dex number 133, Eevee, the evolution Pokemon. Its genes are easily influenced by its surroundings. Even its face starts to look like that of its trainer. That's weird. I didn't expect that one, but that's okay. It's just like, hey, I'm looking (laughs) at you. Now I turned into you. I'm just so sick of Eevee. I want to, you know, ostracize it from as many people as possible. Eevee's so great. What's wrong with you? I don't think anything's wrong with Eevee, actually. Eevee's like, it's been a cool Pokemon. I thought it was a really good choice to kind of go with Pikachu because it's been one of those things that's been in the franchise and people recognize it because they're just like, oh, it's the cute dog thing that become whatever I want it to be. We can. I hate that Let's Go is kind of restricting us to Gen 1 only Pokemon. I understand why, both logistically and because I think Let's Go is kind of just like, it was such a good idea um, for them to do because Nintendo was pushing Pokemon or yeah, TPCI real hard to come out with a game for the Switch. And they're like, but we want to do a good job. And we're on like a three year cycle where we only make two games. And how do we how do we fit this in? And so they're just like, well, we're going to make the assets for this other game anyway, right? Let's just take make the first 151 first, throw it in this game, throw it at you guys. And we tie it into Pokemon Go and we make all the money. But Eevee was a really good choice for that, I think. Uh, I have a weird fan theory. And okay. it's uh, so... You know how Eevee's gender ratio is 87.5% male and 12.5% female? Yeah, it's a starter. I, that's like yeah, a starter. It's a starter. Right. So I think he was always planned to be a starter. I don't know if he was planned to be a starter, but that would have been a really cool way to start instead of your starter Pokemon. Kind of like you do in XD Gale of Darkness, right? Where you can yeah. kind of just choose which path you want it to go down later on in the game, which maybe would have been smarter. Though I do like the starter Pokemon mechanic. Now, now I mean, we're off, awful people to be like, yeah, introducing somebody to this is a really good idea. But I think I really like the starter Pokemon mechanic in Pokemon just as like a big event. Like it's going to be a big deal in, say, March or May when they to reveal, reveal the starters. to us. Yeah, when they reveal our starters to us for Jenny. And then it's a big deal when they reveal the final evolutions of them. Yeah, exactly. That's a big event, and like we all really enjoy that. And I don't know, maybe for, if we would have gone back 20 years and we would have been like, yeah, Eevee's my first Pokemon, that would have been a much different experience because then we would have expected a Pokemon like Eevee every generation. And honestly, I think that gets stale. Yes. Nope. Too much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that would get stale. Exactly. Although it is Go- worth noting, I think, as a tie-in two starters, if you play a Let's Go... Oh, no, not Let's Go. Uh, if you play Pokemon Yellow, when you start with the Pikachu, your rival starts with an Eevee. Eevee. Yeah. Well, that's the whole reason. I think that was also one of the reasons they did it, because they called Let's Go a remake of Yellow Version, as opposed to a remake of whatever, Red and Blue. Red and Blue. Yeah. So, really cool, though. Uh, Eevee is in the Little Cup tier, which I haven't been able to talk about for a while, and that's okay. Little Cup is uh, the format where you can only play with unevolved Pokemon who have the potential of evolving... And uh, certain Pokemon are banned, like Scyther's banned and stuff like that. But you can go ahead. They're all level five. It's just the cutest format, and it's a lot of fun to play. Apom got banned recently, which broke my heart. And it made me really sad because he got du- he got like du- not double hit, but he got something really stupid good with skill link. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And, it, and it, then they banned him. I understand why, but it hurts me. Eevee's actually really good. He uh, He can still run Evo Boost. 
So EVMZ is probably the go-to item if you're running Eevee and Little Cup. You can get Evo Boost, get t- plus two to literally every stat. <laughs> On top of that, Baton Pass isn't banned in Little Cup, so you can Baton Pass those boosts to somebody else. Uh, he also gets access to Protect, Stored Power, uh, which works really well with EVMZ. And then, of course, Last Resort, just in case you're running out of moves. Isn't Last Resort the move that uh, EVMZ works with anyway? So you have to have it, don't you? You can do it with a variety of things. I think you can do it no, with a turn. No, if held by an EV with Yeah, it needs to be last resort. resort. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Extreme Evo boost. It has to have last resort. It has to have last resort. Yep. But wow, it's get, it gets a couple of good abilities. Anticipation is probably the best one just because you want to know what else it can get. But adaptability is also really good if you're planning on running not stored power and actually want to run last resort. Um, and then it also has runaway, which has no in battle effect. Um, if you're running it in Little Cup, Little Cup's EVs are a little bit different because if you you can't max out stats and get the same mm-hmm. effect, so you have to yeah, place them Yeah, as soon around. as you get one stat point, you're good. You run in Timid EV with 212 HP, 292 special attack, and 204 speed, you're going to be doing pretty well. Yeah, stored power with Evo boost is just going to be disgusting. So good game to you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. On top of that, that makes a pretty bulky Eevee, and there aren't a lot of good fighting types in Little Cup, but Mindfu's pretty solid. Yeah, Manfu, and what is another one that occasionally uh, Ponyard would up. stop this. Ponyard would shut it down because stored power is psychic type, so dark mm-hmm. types in general. Volaby would probably shut it down. Ponyard. All these are power fighting. Hey, you could carry that, but you're running out of move slots because you've got, you've got substitute and protect that you would maybe want to think about running instead. But that's it. Uh, if you want to check out the TCG, Eevee's actually got a pretty good presence there as well. By proxy of it having a lot of really good evolutions. Um, and on top of that, the one Eevee card's them. really good, right? Yeah, oh, you actually, have from uh, Sun and Moon. Yeah, yeah, and I think it got. I think it's technically re-released in the McDonald's set. Yeah, that's a, that's exactly true. That very good Eevee card got renewed for the next two years yeah. or so because it was in a McDonald's set. <laughs> Isn't that stupid? That's yeah. like that's like the most stupid way for it to get renewed too. Hey, you can use your own copies. So yeah, I know, I know. It's so it's but it's just like oh, this was in a McDonald's set once. Now it's good for the next year. I better go get my Happy Meal. Yeah, and Pokemon yeah. rotation lasts longer than most too. So yeah, it's that's been true. here for a long time. We got it. We got a shaman situation going down. Except that this is a common, and it's not that hard to find. Yeah. So it's not really a shaman situation. And it's not the omnipresence that shaman was. We got yeah. uh, we got a uh, an Eevee situation. Yeah. <laughs> a very unique situation. Got, but yeah, the Eevee, a, what, what is the one what is the what is the ability on that in this episode situation? So its ability uh in the TCG, which is why it's so useful, is energy evolution, which says when you attach a basic energy card from your hand to this Pokemon during your turn. You may search your deck for a card that evolves from this Pokemon that is the same type as that energy card and put it onto this Pokemon to evolve it. Then shuffle your deck. Uh, And there are a lot of really good evolutions of Eevee in the TCG that are GX cards, actually. Glaceon uh, Mm -hmm. has seen a lot of use. Well, no, it's seen use. Um, Sylveon Sylveon. GX has been very good. And we're about to get... Jolteon, Flareon, and Vaporeon GX. So we'll see if they And then Eevee, I think that's all of them. I think all of them after the original three come out. Uh, yes, after they release those three, I believe they will all be in the game, yeah. As so no, nobody should want a Dragon-type Eevee then, because no. there's no Dragon energy, okay? It's not in rotation and it's anymore. a bad type in the TCG, so it would be it's a bad so card. It's so bad. It's so bad. Nothing's weak to it. It's so bad. 
I think it is worth noting if we're talking about Eevee, uh, back in VGC 17, when it first got X- e, uh, Extreme Evo Boost, that did really well. Uh, there were teams built around Eevee. Yeah, no, it's actually really it's good. Fun fact. Yeah. yeah. No, because Baton Pass is banned. It. Yeah. It was it was definitely one of those gimmicks that happened, and yeah, it's, I mean, times two speed on Eevee is not bad because Eevee's base like a speed is something like it's fifty five. Yeah, it's not bad. But so times like, two, hey, that will outspeed. Yeah, times two yeah. instead of a plus one, like it's gonna outspeed something and it's gonna take a hit. Like plus two to everything makes Eevee not a bad Pokemon. <laughs> plus in the VGC, like you have so many ways to support it. So mm-hmm. you could just do a follow me or a rage powder move and take out follow me, all of that, right? Yep. So. A bunch of redirection. Eevee's English name is a palindrome. Well, yeah. <laughs> it also has the most branched evolutions. In Japanese, it's Eevee. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, and so then it's not a palindrome. It's just, uh, Eevee was originally called the uh, called Eon in the Red and Blue Beta because all of the all of its Eevee evolutions have Eon, Eon at the end of their yep. names. Yep. That's that's, that's cute. Cool. <laughs> I wonder um, what the reasoning behind that is, because an eon is like a unit of time, right? So kind like, of, but it might be just because they're just like, yeah, that's the thing we can put at the end. Maybe it's because it's a timeless Pokemon. It is. It is mm. timeless, and that's why it's got its own game now. It's got the and game. And why it it's deserves. a mascot? Yeah. 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 E- and why it will got spontaneously it. evolve at the slightest suggestion. <laughs> Uh, actually, in the manga, there's a really good Eevee because we're gonna we've been talking a lot about the manga. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Uh, it can evolve into anything repeatedly, right? Uh, only it was only originally the first three, three, yeah, because there were these stones that had like reusable powers. In I think it's because the they had done a lot of testing on it. Oh, and, well, they did a genetic, they did genetic testing to this Eevee, and so like red, it was it turned into Red's Eevee, and he could just like throw whatever stone he wanted to. to. It was like a Digimon. It was a Digimon Eevee. And it could just change. It could swap between which one it wanted to. Uh, it eventually ended up evolving into an Espeon, and it just. But got for a while, it could be whatever you needed it to be. Yeah, so. which was really cool. That poor Eevee. I'll be that whatever you want me to be. A says the yeah. Eevee. I, yep, and that's. Uh, I guess that's it. <laughs> that's it for Eevee. So we're gonna kick it on over, guys, to the mailbag. We're gonna re- read your emails. for the mailbag send in your emails and welcome to the mailbag the mailbag as always is brought to you by the energy drink green toros the energy drink that gives you hooves Hooves. and as always we'll give out the green Taurus badge if we think anybody earns it but that's fine there's only one email today anyway welcome to the mailbag segment where we read your listener emails you can send them into pucklepodcast at gmail.com last week we wanted to know what you think of your favorite uh what's it called um of what you, what you think what pokemon might be competitive and let's go pikachu and let's go eevee but i don't think that's actually what was answered in the mailbag today it we'll was have, uh, we, we will have a new mailbag question for next week so you can go ahead and email those to us you can also just send us any email talking about anything you want to so if you want to take it away scron all right hello uh, hello it's me the depressed gardevoir wait crap i meant the boy gardevoir again Onto the mailbag before I get sucked into the vortex of confusion. 
well, I'm totally and utterly ignoring the mailbag question and instead talking about how I got into Pokemon. British accent, please. Uh, okay, since he said please. When I was a little Ralts, I had a tummy ache. A big one. Turns out it was appendicitis and I was three. So I was rushed to the hospital where I watched Pokemans punching each other in the face with fire and ice. Then fast forward to August and I started listening to a podcast called Blastburn Radio. Shameless plug. I still listen to it to this day. Anyway, every other week. They do this thing called Showdown Spotlights, where they dedicate a 40-minute bit to a certain Pokemon. So that's how I got into competitive. Then I heard about Puckle through a magical app called Sportify, and last week did my first mailbag and got into Discord. Shameless plug number two. I have two questions. One, who's Ramos? Two, Whimsicott is a grass-flying type, right? Three, can Qrem learn Ice Punch? Now it is time for me to moonblast away. Bye-bye, Butterfree, the boy Gardevoir. That was an email. I, I like how, okay, so what I like about this email is like how at the bottom it has these auto sort of reply options. So where you it, like, like the email your, because of Gmail's options. Because of Gmail. Yeah. And, and like, on Gmail, you can click one of these three options to automatically reply to the email. And it says, cool, I'll check it out. Haha, ha, that's awesome. And I'm so proud of you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, what? First of all, Bye Bye Butterfree is a great send off. Um, that's true. Second of all, I know that, like, who's Ramos is a joke, but I like Ramos. Am I the only one? I guess so. And Whimsicott was a grass t- flying type in the universe I originally came from before ours merged. And so I really, I, I'm sorry that you guys live in an inferior universe. That's fine. We're in the worst timeline. We know. Yeah, it's, it's, it's I I wonder what happened in the timeline where gra- where Whimsicott is grass flying. Okay, I want to go back, and <laughs> uh, and then uh, can Kyrimler's ice punch is that is that a thing? Is he gonna not learn no. ice punch? It cannot. Yes, that's why it's so bad. Oh, that's it has weird. T like Rex arms. Yeah, yeah he's he's doing like three jokes in a row. That was a joke. I didn't know that was a joke. Well, I didn't know it was a joke, but just hearing it, it's like, oh, that's a joke because it doesn't learn ice punch, and it's all the worse for it. Really? Yes, I, that's I, why. Well, I believe this that. is part of the reason pure and black is OU instead of Ubers is because they don't have a good ice attack option. That's actually I believe that. Option. Yeah, I think I think the only physical option it gets is free shock. Which is a ice type hyper beam? Yes. So that's um, that's true. Awful. That is awful. Yeah, I yeah. agree with that. That's, why, that's part of the reason why Kieran Black is OU, while Kieran White huh. is Ubers. Does Kieran White get it, fire punch? Have a physical ice attack that isn't like a hyper beam. They want a physical attack. It just wants a f- special because it's special it attacks way higher. Something. Yep, that makes sense to me. Yeah, I, I, that yeah. blows my mind. Yeah, I didn't actually—I've th- never thought about it because I've never been like, yeah, I want to run Ice Punch in my Kyrim Black. Um, but that was also never like a set I've ever tried to run because I'm always like, yeah, ICMZ Kyrim Black—that's the way to play. That's the way to play. Uh, but yeah, okay, I guess that's it for the mailbag segment this week. <laughs> Yeah. If you um, want, if you want to send in an email next week, you can send it into pucklepodcast at gmail and tell us if you were excited or not excited for Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee. We want to hear those at pucklepodcast at gmail Also, the game will be out by the time we record. So, if you want to send an email out about your first play experience as well, you can send that in to us at pucklepodcast at gmail Granted, do remember we may record on a Saturday and not on Sunday. So, if you mm-hmm. send emails on Sunday telling us about how much fun you're having playing, don't be upset when they don't show up on the show. 
Yeah. So please, since this episode is filled with a lot of contentious opinions, please send in your contentious first impressions as well. Yeah, and I'm okay will have so much fun reading them. I mean, Everyone I like it. Everyone how much fun you're having so strong can be proven wrong. <laughs> I don't know that anybody – I mean, I would uh, love to hear somebody say that they agree with you and love to read their email. I, I think that would be a really interesting take. This has been a really divisive standpoint in the Pokemon community as a whole, especially mm-hmm. in the past few years. Um, or in the past, like, not few years, past six months or so. And I would really like to see what everybody thinks about it as a whole. So, I mean, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, but then I guess if you want to do any more cool stuff, you can check out discord, uh, where you can chat with me, sublime scrawn and probably a couple other people, but who else matters really? And he says this about different co-hosts every episode. <laughs> uh, you can check well, out that, that link is in the uh, description. A broken and, clock is right twice a day. So yep. And he's right. <laughs> yep, and then of course, and then, and then of course you can uh, you can also find that on the website pucklepodcast dot com as well as all of our social media links for Twitter, Facebook, and Reddit uh, at Puckle Podcast. Uh, you'll find us there, and then of course you can check us out on Twitch at twitch.tv slash the Puckle Podcast where Jushira and I stream. We're going to definitely be streaming Let's Go once it drops. I'm pretty excited for that. I'm gonna, I'm all ready to go. I'm pretty excited to just play some Let's Go with you guys, and then. Finally, uh, check out the YouTube where you can yeah. watch uh, Thatch make fun of his fellow Puckalonians for playing poorly in the UUUUTC. The UUUUUUTC <laughs> or the WWTC. <laughs> yep. uh, yeah. And of course, you could always check out. Um, you can check us out on everything else. Uh, what do we have other things? Oh, if you want to help support the show, you could do so through Twitch. You could go to Twitch, sub with us with your Twitch Prime membership. We really appreciate that. Or twi- subscribe for real. However, if you want to give us money, go to our T Public. They're having a thirty percent off sale starting on Monday until I think uh, the Monday until Sunday after that. So thirty percent off. Get your Christmas shopping done. Buy your buy your loved one a uh, Pittsburgh Piplup's throw pillow. And yes, please do that. Support the <laughs> Pip Lux. Also, be a patron so you can get more access with me. Yeah, you can get uh, the PTU podcast, and then of course you can always get um, you can always get all the other cool Patreon stuff. We're doing giveaways this year. This year we're doing, or not this year. This month we're doing a uh, a Ho-O, shiny Ho giveaway for those of them at the right. Actually, everybody because our tweet did well. We're doing a shiny Ho giveaway for Thanksgiving because he's the closest okay, Pokemon to a Does TV. it have its hidden ability? It can. That's all that matters. Yeah. I don't know if I feel comfortable with the idea of Ho-Oh representing a turkey. <laughs> Name another Pokemon that's closer to a turkey, and you can't. Caliber. I cannot. I cannot do that. Yep. Pelipper's a Pelican, <laughs> I don't feel obviously. comfortable eating a Pokemon in any respect, Thatch. <laughs> all right, but that <laughs> is it for the episode. Uh, <laughs> I am Trainer Thatch. I'm Sublime. And here in the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's closing time. Yeah.
As always, we here at the Puckle Podcast would like to thank our patrons who make this show possible as well as help us do a lot of the awesome things we do around the community. So I'd like to thank Viger, Duly Noted, Ten Little Men, Andrea, Fluffiest Whimsicott, Dr. Shamu, Snag, Dexio, Jushiro, Rotted Mushroom, Bosephus, Alvaren, Seth Vilo, Minor Minetric, Claude Nine, Bod Talk, R Sigma, Doc McStuffles, Nathan, The Golden Klefki, The British Gent, Trevor, TJ, Doc Knox, Echo, Shambles, Birdkeeper Cobra, Daniel, Treby, Jonathan, Greg, Alec, Mikey, Ozzy, Jedi DJ, Sparky, Nick, Dylan, Shira, Ironcaster, Orange Avenger, Michael, Thomas, Zero, Curtis, Anime Gravy, Hazelnut, Joseph Walther, Inferno, Alex, and The Real EV. Thank you to all of you. As always, we will be giving out our uh, ho I believe. It's a shiny ho this month, so definitely look out for that. And I believe next weekend we may try to do a live show, though I know we'll all be busy with Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee. But maybe we could do a live reaction to that. We'll put more information there. But shiny ho to everybody. Get ready for that. And if you're interested, you can always sign up at patreon.com slash pucklepodcast. Catch you guys on the flip-flop. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.